All right, everybody, welcome to the show. Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Networks. I'm Nick Gieber with you. Uh, it's, it's great to be with you today. I've been uh, traveling, so I'm coming to you from uh, Atlanta, where it is uh, hot and humid, but it is uh, great to be with you. You can uh, find me, by the way, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. And you can find us at Twitter, on Twitter, at Fifth Street Sports. And we're also on the web, of course, at thisreadsports.com. Uh, it is absolutely terrific to be with you. I'm joined by my co-host, Nick Webster. Uh, and uh, we have a great show today. Lots to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, the ICC. We're going to talk about friendlies. Uh, I just came from Denver, where I put on uh, brought Boca Juniors out to play the Colorado Rapids. We can talk about ICC and try to ask the question one Arlo White recently asked. Why is attendance poor at these ICC games? Uh, we're going to talk about transfers. And we have a very special guest coming up later on in the hour. We're going to be speaking with Liverpool, England, and Real Madrid legend Steve McManaman right here on Fifth Street Sports. Uh, uh, Nick, are you ready to kick it off today? I absolutely, Mr. Gieber. There's been a plethora of club soccer to enjoy after this World Cup of joyness as well. So uh, it, the ball never stops rolling, so to speak. Yep. Ball never stops rolling. Well, uh, of course, right here on Fifth Street Sports, we have it all for you. Uh, once again, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk uh, is probably the best place to go to find us. Man, I am really looking forward to kicking this show off today, especially answering Arlo's question about the ICC. And I did post a response and seemed to get a lot of agreement from people as to why attendance is less than stellar at these ICC matches. And I just wonder... I just wonder, the American public finally waking up, or are they developing just a little bit of cynicism? By the way, if you've got something to say, give us a call in the studio, 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-PLAY. We'd love to take your call and get your opinion. And let's talk transfers. Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, even the promoted teams, West Ham United, what are they doing? Good Lord, whoever heard they had money, but they do. And they're all spending it. It's making it a lot of fun. And is it true? Is it true? Man United beat Barcelona to a big-name signing? We'll fill it all for you. We'll fill in. It will fill you in on it all. I'm having trouble speaking right after the break. We'll be right back. If you're a pro, the PPG paint you count on every day is now at the Home Depot every day, starting at only $15.97 a gallon. Count on PPG Ultra High for quick-turn jobs, PPG Diamond for easy application, and PPG Timeless for guaranteed one-coat hide and coverage. And now, count on the Home Depot to have it all. PPG Pro-Grade Paint, starting at only $15.97 a gallon, as close as your nearest Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations? Records from a legal situation or bad press from your past. To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the Internet. And GuaranteedRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. 
We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money-upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or guaranteedremovals.com. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. All right, uh, welcome back to the show, Fifth Street Soccer, here on the Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio Networks. I'm Nick Eber, along with Nick Webster here. We're with you each and every day at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific. Uh, that's 4 p.m. Eastern time right here on Sports Byline. And then again at 6 p.m. Pacific, uh, that's 9 p.m. Eastern time. And for a change, I'm actually on the East Coast time zone as I'm coming to you for Atlanta. I'm here for the uh, to do some stuff around the Major League Soccer All-Star game. A game which, uh, I will be completely frank, it's uh, Major League Soccer All-Stars against Juventus. Uh, my opinion is that these games are uh, a bit of a waste of time. Another friendly match, uh, which have been poorly attended uh, throughout the year, particularly with the ICC, the big tour that seems to bring the biggest names to America. Very poor attendance this year. Uh, Nick Webster, what's your thoughts of that? This is called, quite simply, World Cup Fatigue. You've just seen the best players in the world, the best countries go at it for 30 days, perhaps putting on the best World Cup we've seen in three, four decades. I mean, the drama was nonstop. And the one thing the ICC games lack is drama, and they lack a certain amount of intensity. And I think what we found yeah. is that the American public is actually paying attention now, and they want to see the stars, and they want to see games that matter. And they're realizing that paying $150, $200 for what is a glorified friendly is not worth the money anymore. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Arlo White put this, uh, put this text out there and he said, uh, you know, can you tell me why, specifically he asked uh, why the attendance has been so poor. And I, I did point out, I said, the American soccer public is finally waking up to the fact uh, that they're being fleeced a little bit with these friendlies, and I don't mean in that 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 in a sort of you know negative way. I think I think it's great to bring these big teams out to markets where they don't see them 
all the time. But I think the price point on a lot of these matches has has become so outrageous uh, that it doesn't really make sense anymore to to spend that sort of money to see a friendly match where you may or may not see the stars. And if you do see them, they're not really playing for anything all that important or they certainly don't have it on the line. And so, and a lot of that's not the ICC. It's not the organizers of the events. It's these clubs who are looking to make a lot of money over the summer, as much money as they possibly can. And that gets passed along to you and the consumer. Yeah, I think what, what people are, especially on the East Coast, are realizing is really like, you know, take a family of four to watch one of these big games and get some decent tickets. It's going to set you back close to two grand. And you and I spoke about this the other day. For two grand, you can get yourself a nice return trip to London and watch a real Premier League game and probably have some change to spare. So uh, I, I, I really think that what is happening, and, and it's taken a while, let's be honest, but as we just mentioned, the American public is beginning to figure it out. They have, they have been exposed to top-class football, and they are beginning... I'm not saying it's fully there yet, but they're beginning to notice the difference. And, you know, yeah. what would you rather have? Would you have caviar? Would you want some to- uh, canned tuna? For me personally, Nick, for me personally, Nick, I can't stand caviar. So canned tuna would be preferable. Uh, but uh, from a football footballing perspective, I'd much rather have the caviar. Uh, caviar. I uh, recently came from Denver, where Fifth Street Sports, who we were pleased to be a part of, uh, uh, of bringing Boca Juniors, the very famous Argentine team, out for a demonstration and exhibition match against, uh, um, against the Colorado Rapids of Major League Soccer. And what was interesting to me, Nick, is you know the turnout was, uh, was middling. We didn't expect it to be great. Uh, it was a midweek game, and uh, Denver's... Uh, a good market, but it's not like a Seattle or uh, or really a Seattle, really, or maybe in L.A. or in New York, where you're going to get people coming out just because your team is playing. Uh, but we had an enormous amount of Argentines coming out. I didn't know there were that many of them in that market. But it's a yeah, good I, way. I mean, that's that's a group of people that are hardly ever going to see their team play outside of Argentina. Well, my, my, my other thing would be this, Nick, and, and I know uh, people who are listening are probably going to call me a heretic and someone who wants to spoil the game. But if we are going to play these friendlies, which they are, can't we have more goals? Can't we have five, four thrillers? Can't we have less defending? I mean, you just mentioned the all-star game between Palos and Juventus. And when Americans think of all-star games, you know, you can't help but think of the basketball. No one plays any defense, do they? It's all about attacking. It's all about scoring yeah. as many points as possible. I, mean, I, I, I know coaches want to work on both sides of the ball, but if we are spending $100, I want to see a boatload of goals. I'm not interested in a nil-nil game or that fast that happens in the game. It was 21-20 on penalties. But I do want to see high-scoring attacking football. So I think it's it's on the ICC shoulders to say, listen, we'll pay you $3 million a game to come out here, but we want to see something special. We want to see an attacking piece yeah. of football. And if you're not, we're not going to have you come out anymore. Because... because yeah, and, but, you get... Go on. I was going to say, Nick, I, I think at that point you start to run 
uh, you run into you, you run into some conflict between the footballing side of these clubs that want to come out for a preseason. They want to really try out different formations, and uh, you know, and really uh, for them, these preseason tours are a pain in the ass. To be fair, because the coaches really want to try to get their team ready for the upcoming season. Uh, and that is not putting on a high-scoring, quote, exhibition just for the heck of it. Uh, every time their players take the pitch, they worry about injuries, they worry about fatigue, they worry about problems down the line. So from the footballing perspective, that's sort of the antithesis of what the coaches want. From a business perspective, the front office is desperate to get these teams out, make the money, and give the promoters, which you're quite right, Nick, they want a high-scoring, fun game with all the big stars playing, uh, give them an opportunity to shine. And there, therein lies the conflict, Nick Webster. Well, there's, yes, there's always going to be a conflict. But then again, the bottom line is what? You know what the bottom line is. Money. It's about making, yeah, it's about money. making money. So let's give, and, you know, if, if it's about making money, okay, who's your customer? The fan. How do you keep the fan coming back? By giving the fan what it wants. What do fans want? From and uh, you know they, they want something different from a Premier League game, but what do they want from a friendly that's played in Pasadena? They want to see a goal scoring explosion, and and the teams are capable because the players are good enough. They're capable of doing that, but they're under instructions from their coaches to go out and hey, let's work on our back line. You know, let's let's make sure no. we're pressing. Let's make sure we're doing this and doing that. Go about look, just go out there, have some fun, score a boatload of goals. Yeah, so that's again. That's what I was saying. That's the uh, that that's the difference. Uh, what we did for this match uh, with Boca Juniors against the Colorado Rapids is it ended two two, but we had penalties at the end to decide a winner. So everyone got to see people kicking the ball in the net. We had four goals during regulation. It was a bit of a testy match. We had a bunch of yellow cards. Uh, it was I thought it was a pretty good time all the way around. But on the whole, Nick, uh, and the price point was right for this match. I was surprised that so few. Uh, Rapids fans came out for the match uh, because I would think that if you were preseason with Coventry City or Sheffield United and you were hosting a big team from another country and it was inexpensive, even if it was a weeknight, your fans would come out to support your team. Yeah, well, I think uh, once again, we, we talk about name recognition and, and, and for you and I, Luca Juniors is a name that makes our, our mouths water and you know, uh, we cast our minds to the Bombonera and, and the Super Classico. But I think to uh, to your to your regular American soccer fan, who are Boca Juniors? Probably never even heard of them, but probably probably would struggle to say the name correctly. I mean, let's be honest. And and like you said, there's probably more Argentinian fans out there than there were Rapids fans. So you know, you're caught between a rock and a hard place. You have to pay the big money to get the United, the Real Madrid, the Barcelonas out. Your uh, you know, Boca Juniors uh, uh, probably didn't cost uh, a tenth of what those big teams cost, but then you, then, then you run the risk of the American public not knowing who they're watching. All right, uh, this is Fifth Street Soccer Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio. I'm Nick Eber. He's Nick Webster. We're sort of trying to pull this one apart intellectually. Why are these friendlies not selling out? We think we know, but coming up, we're going to tell you really what you care about. The big money, the big names, who's going where, and what the latest transfer rumors and discussions are. We'll be right back after this.
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. All right, uh, welcome back to the show, Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline, USA SB Nation Radio Network. And this is the silly season in Europe where the big transfers move and happen and the money changes hands. And quite frankly, so far, there's been a lot of it. And one team that's been a little bit understated up to now, one would think, could be Manchester United with their big signing so far, having been, uh, I guess, Fred who's uh, come in from Shakhtar Donetsk for £53 million, which is a lot of money. But they are being linked with all sorts of players, most uh, recently bringing in Willian from Chelsea for £75 million. That has not been confirmed, but it's being reported by a number of different outlets. Uh, Nick Webster, Man United, about to get very active in the transfer market. 
Well, Jose Mourinho has been moaning like a trooper. I mean, it's hard to believe that the season hasn't even started yet and the excuses from the special one are beginning to build up. Uh, he is unhappy about the lack of uh, transfer funds available to him, and I know he was in the market for a couple of fullbacks because he looks at City and thinks to himself, I would like a couple of fullbacks that could bomb on. Uh, I'm not sure William is the right kind of signing for Manchester United at the moment, but uh, I, I, I would say the alarm bells are certainly ringing at Old Trafford, especially as the fact that you know Jose Mourinho, usually in his third year, manages to completely combust and bring a club down with him. So I'm sure they're very nervous over at Old Trafford. And it'll be interesting to see how they start the season. Now, a lot of their players have been on World Cup duty, and Mourinho's been quite critical of a certain Paul Bogba, saying that he doesn't produce the same kind of performances for United that he does for France. Uh, and, and I think uh, there's a lot of questions to be answered around uh, Jose Mourinho and Manchester United at the moment, regardless of who they get in the transfer market. Yeah, well, Nick, uh, the the rumours of the following: it's that they've uh, bid sixty-five million, uh, right? Seventy-five million for Willian. If they get both those men, that's quite uh, quite a pair to add to the roster at a very high price. But then the question is, who goes out? And one has to think that Pogba is probably on his way out if they come in. Oh, I I would be. Absolutely flabbergasted if Paul Pogba leaves Manchester United after winning the World Cup for France and after United breaking the world record in the transfer fee for him. Uh, I certainly don't see William being worth £75 million, even in an overinflated market. So, I, you know, I, I don't see Pogba going anywhere. I, I think the players at risk are perhaps Anthony Martial, uh, perhaps yeah. Matic, and uh, maybe even uh, young Mr Rashford because he can't get a game at the moment. And you'd have to say that in the inflated market, if William is worth $75 million, what's Rashford worth? Uh, yeah, that's true. Absolutely. There's a, the, the market is all over the place, Nick. It really doesn't make any sense. Uh, what's fascinating to me is that uh, Barcelona have been very busy trying to bring in, uh, trying to bring in uh, William, and they made three or four bids for him. I mean, what surprises me is that Chelsea would sell him to a Premier League team as opposed to selling him out of the league. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that's one of the things that, you know, some of these clubs have to be very wary of is selling to your opponents and then coming back to haunt you. I mean, obviously, uh, Lukaku comes to mind. He's really, you know, put the kibosh to Everton. Uh, Chelsea sold Matic to, to United to a rival. And you just don't see teams really selling their big stars to rivals. I mean, the, the biggest one was perhaps Fernando Torres, who went from Liverpool to Chelsea and was a complete bust. And, you know, Liverpool made out like bandits yeah. on that one. But it is, it is very rare, I think, for contenders to sell players to one another. And, and that's why I'd be very surprised to see William go to United. Yeah, I read these reports today. Quite frankly, I, I was absolutely shocked. I mean, that's, that would be the last place you would want to sell him. Uh, if you want Chelsea, uh, uh, the rumours of Aiden Hazard going to uh, Real Madrid, I think, even though that that percentage of uh, of likelihood, I think, is dropping with each uh, with each passing day, that seems to be a, me to be a much more likely move of Hazard to Madrid than uh, William to uh, Man United. Yeah, I mean, Aiden Hazard has been making noises for about two years now, 
And uh, the fact that it's gone very quiet leads me to believe either one, he's had a talk with his new manager, Sari, and said, you know what, I'm, I'm happy here. I'm going to play for you for a year. Or number two, there, Chelsea are just waiting until the last moment to say, OK, Madrid, he's available, spend the money. And I think what we also have to be aware of, this is the first time that the transfer window is closing on the opening day of the season in England. But that isn't the case for Spain, Italy and Germany. And I think that's going to put a little spanner in the works here, Nick. It's going to be really interesting the last couple of days before the season begins on uh, August, uh, August 11th. I, I think there's going to be some wild movement, and I would not be surprised to see Hazard actually go to uh, Madrid, but that would definitely mean that William will stay at Chelsea. Yeah, they can't, they can't afford to lose both of those players. That would be a death blow thing, even though there is talk of Abramovich selling the team. He'd like, I'm sure he wants to sell the team at the top and not have to take a haircut because the team's performing so badly or the value of his squad has plummeted. Uh, they have brought in Jorginho, uh, you know, the uh, defensive midfielder came in at 51 million and uh, a surprise, uh, a surprise transfer, apparently, uh, at uh, Chelsea. Sorry, was apparently completely surprised that, uh, uh, that they brought in Robert Green. He didn't ask for him. He was just presented. Yeah, this, the, the, the way uh, football clubs are setting themselves up now as head coach and then there's a CEO and there's a director of transfers and, uh, Obviously, with a, with a club as dysfunctional as, as Chelsea, though, Nick, I mean, I, we can hardly be surprised. I mean, I'm, I, I'm actually quite surprised that they haven't even brought in Webster and Gieber for a combined fee of $10 million from L.A., you know, and, and not let the new manager well, know. <laughs> well, quite frankly, I think that that would be a bargain if they could do that. <laughs> so I, I, the, the way that uh, the, it works now, I, I think it's going to be very interesting to figure out uh, you know who's who's actually picking these teams and and who's deciding the the players that are coming in because if it's, if it's not the manager, when things go boss eyed and they finish bottom of the league, you know the manager's going to be turning around saying these these are not my players. Yeah, well, uh, one manager that has been busy and is staying busy is Unai Emery at Arsenal, who's brought in uh, uh, some pretty good signings. Interestingly, he's really been shoring up the spine. Uh, of the club so far. He's added uh, a couple of uh, a defensive midfielder, another goalkeeper, a center central midfielder. They brought in Lucas Torreira from Sampdoria for $27 million, uh, Bernd Leno from uh, Leverkusen. They brought Socrates, a center-back from Borussia Dortmund. That's a great, great signing, by the way. And uh, Matteo Ganduzzi uh, from Lorient for a small signing at 7.2. I have to think Arsenal got more up their sleeves, uh, ready to come up here shortly too, wouldn't you? Well, I, I'd have to say that Wenger has, has left a legacy of sorts, and that would be Obiang and Lacazette. Two outstanding players, but still no longer with the German national team, so he'll be completely focused on Arsenal. And what Arsenal have been missing for the last you know, 10, 15 years is that spine. Perhaps uh, Emre knows something that um, uh, Wenger doesn't, and, and that, that is the most important part of the team. You shore up the spine, and then you, you let the magical players who can score goals, create goals, do the work, he may be onto something. Uh, you know, I was talking with Andrew at, at the last show on Wednesday. Arsenal 25-1 to 1 to, to win the Premiership title. I would say that is outstanding value. You know, just because, yeah, it really is. Just because they, you know, they finished sixth and they were very poor last year 
this is still Arsenal Football Club we're talking about. One of the premier teams in the world. I mean, let's not beat around the bush here. Yes, they may not have challenged for the Premiership title for the last three or four years, but they are still a top club. 25-1 to 1 for a top club to win the Premiership with the kind of money they have and the players they have on the books. I think that's great value. Yeah, they do have some... Uh, I mean, if you look at them, the ingredients are all there for a, a really good run from Arsenal. So I think the pressure's on uh, Unai Emery now to uh, to perform. What's interesting to me, Nick, if we just uh, want to go to Liverpool for a minute, let's go across to the other team there, Everton, uh, bringing in £40 million for Richarlison from Watford. Uh, everyone's smiling all the way around. They get a great winger they really need, and Watford get more money to put uh, to buy more players. I mean, that, that, that to me is another one of, of the transfer market going completely bananas. I mean, Richarlton yeah. uh, started off the season in, in sparkling form for Watford, you know, scoring goals, creating goals. But it hit, it, the weather changed. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying Brazilians are soft uh, by any means, but as soon as, soon as it dipped below uh, 65, uh, he didn't look that interested anymore. And the fact that Watford have managed to squeeze 50 million out of Everton with the manager that Everton have stolen from them and caused them all kinds of uh, all kinds of bother, it, it's absolutely mind-boggling. Football's gone completely mad, Nick. Isn't it fun, though, Nick? Isn't it fun? <laughs> well, I mean, thank, good, thank goodness it has gone completely mad because it gives us something to talk about every day. I mean, if you think politics in the in the U.S. is interesting, you know, try following the Premiership. Well, Nick, I'm going to tell you something that is absolute madness. And I think we just have a few minutes uh, left in this segment. But you want to talk about football going mad, Nick? What about if I told you that uh, West Ham United spent £85 million net so far on players? Uh, You wouldn't have believed me. The expenditure by the Hammers so far this summer has been absolutely mind-boggling. And to think that this was a team that flirted flirted heavily with relegation last season. Uh, I guess they've got to keep the natives happy somehow and, and spend it 85 million, uh, 85 million pounds is one way to do it. Will they Will they bet in? Will the new manager be the trick? I, I, I really couldn't tell you, you know. I thought David Moyes did did very well with what he had. Uh, Pellegrini, yeah, I think he could be in for a rude awakening. All right, Nick Webster, always a pleasure. We'll speak again. We've got to go to break. When we come back, I'll be talking to Liverpool, England and Real Madrid legend Steve McManaman right here on Fifth Street Soccer on the Sports Byline USA SB Nation Radio Network. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. I'll be right back after this. Now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up a bottle of Seafoam Motor Treatment on sale for $7.99. Plus, earn double O Rewards points. Help your engine run smoother and last longer with Seafoam Motor Treatment on sale now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Ryan Burke. I'm the head cider maker at Angry Orchard, and we're in Brittany, France. I wanted to make Angry Orchard Rosé cider out of my love for rosé wine. We came here and found these red-fleshed apples. It's a really rare fruit. The apple brings a right, refreshing, natural taste to the cider and a deep, nice pink rosé hue. Our rosé is a little bit less sweet. It's got a really nice balance for any occasion. It's a really refreshing drink. 
Angry Orchard Cider Company, Walden, New York. Drink responsibly. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. All right. Uh, welcome back to the show. Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Networks. I'm Nick Eber along with Nick Webster. And it's with great pleasure that we introduce our special guest for this segment, a man who's made 401 career appearances during his career as one of England's greatest players playing for uh, Liverpool, uh, my, the team I've followed for uh, decades, and of course, uh, England international, played for Real Madrid. Steve McManaman. Steve, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure, guys. Nice to, nice to speak to you. Uh, well, it's great to have you on, of course, as we get ready. It seems like it's just been an absolute smorgasbord of football this summer with the World Cup. Uh, and uh, before you know it, you hardly have a time to to breathe and follow the silly season. Then all the European teams and leagues start up. Uh, Steve, I know you're an ambassador for La Liga, and I think they're kicking off uh, August the 19th. Tell us a little bit about what we have to look forward to in Spain this year. Well, I think the big stories are, uh, at this moment in time, I know, I know they're going to be very busy until the transfer deadline window finishes, but um, you know, there's a huge story regarding Real Madrid. Of course, they've, since, since we last saw them win the Champions League, Zinedine Zidane has left the club. Um, and, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo's left the club, so that's a huge void that Real Madrid have to fill. Barcelona have gone and strengthened their squad, so they're significantly better than they were last year. They've just brought um, Malcolm in from, from Bordeaux. They've brought Arthur in. They've brought Longley in from Sevilla. So lots of activity going on at Barcelona. Of course, Atletico Madrid have been busy as well. They're in Singapore in the ICC Cup on the other side of the world uh, when a lot of the Spanish teams uh, are in the USA with myself. And... Um, you know, they brought in Thomas Lamar, a very exciting signing from, 
from Monaco, who I know was coveted by a lot of by a lot of European teams, including including Liverpool. So it should be really uh, really exciting. Are they gonna you know are the Spanish teams going to be stronger than they were last year? Certainly Barcelona will be. But I think the on, ongoing story will be how how Real Madrid react to uh, to losing Ronaldo. They brought Vinicius in from Brazil, but he's going to be a superstar of the future. But he's still only young. Uh, they brought the right back in Oriozola. Um, but who's going to who's going to step up and take the mantle that uh, that Cristiano Ronaldo has vacated? Yeah, Steve. You know, one of the things that we've looked at, uh, particularly with the World Cup and on the international side. It's sort of the uh, the shifting in football tactics, uh, and we see this on a cyclical basis, where very much the possession game seems to be uh, possibly on the way out, a more direct style coming back in. Uh, how do you see the uh, the the particularly the Spanish teams uh, adjusting their tactics? Well, I think I think Brazil, uh, sorry Brazil, I think Barcelona and Real Madrid always, always because of their huge history they've got. They always have to play an entertaining style of football, and I think that will not change. I think the likes of Liverpool will have to play that entertaining football as well. As I said, their history tells them, with the fans they've had and the success they've had in the past, that they have to play a style of football that the fans will, will know and love and will be entertained. So I don't think it'll necessarily change with those particular sides. I think other and like, likewise, Pep Guardiola always wants to play attractive, positive football. He always wants the ball more than other teams. I know that you can get results now playing counter-attacking football. I know that you can get results by sitting back and absorbing pressure yeah. and trying to, you know, trying to nick a goal and then defend your way out of it. I think the big teams still are reluctant to play that way. I still think they have an ethos that they have to score more goals than the opposition. If they get one, they need the second, they need the third. Because that's what we're in at the moment. As much as you know, we'll always laud teams who do very well, the underdogs who get results against the, against the odds. I think we all appreciate, we all love football, but we also appreciate that it is the entertainment business. We want to be entertained when we go and watch a football match. It's very expensive now. The clubs, we know, earn a lot of money, particularly in the Premier League. But we want to go and be entertained as a, as a fan. And I think the big teams you know, have a duty to keep on playing like that. I really do. Yeah, you know, you mentioned Liverpool. And uh, let's uh, turn our attentions to uh, Anfield for a minute. Uh, Jurgen Klopp obviously has made a massive impact there, uh, but have you been surprised at the level of the signings this off season? I mean, it's been uh, it's been fast and furious. Yes, I, I have been actually. The fact that they did, uh, of course, Naby Keita was done last year, but the fact that they went and bought, you know, Fabinho, arguably a couple of days after the Champions League final, when all the Liverpool fans, you know, were in a, were in quite a depressed state, and then they 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 had the deal done and dusted and. You know, there wasn't a whisper of a new signing coming from Liverpool. And then suddenly you see Fabinho signed. He's had his picture taken in a red Liverpool shirt and he's been at Melwood. You know, that was great to see. Of course, they, they then brought a little bit of experience in Shaqiri, who's played all around Europe for, you know, for, for really strong teams and had a decent enough World Cup to, to, to add to that depth. Because I think if you saw the quality of the bench of Liverpool in the Champions League final, then you looked across and you saw the quality of the bench of, of Real Madrid. Yeah. There was a significant gulf and Liverpool had to had to address that. And I think they did. They brought in a few midfielders, we know that. And then, you know, to cap it all off, they, you know, after the quiet, and, and Jurgen Klopp hasn't spoken about a goalkeeper much, he'd, he'd necessarily stonewall the question of goalkeepers saying he's happy, he's happy, he's happy. To then go out and smash the transfer record and bring in you know, one of the best goalkeepers in the world. I think that put a lot of smiles on it, on a lot of, of Liverpool supporters' faces. They feel as if they brought Van Dijk when, you know, when, that, when the central defence area needed strengthening. 
and when the goalkeeping area needed strengthening, which invariably it did, you know, Jürgen went out and asked for the money, and, and it speaks volumes to the owners of Liverpool Football Club, the fact that they've gone, you know what, yeah. yes, we're willing to break the transfer deadline, uh, we're willing to break the transfer record and bring a goalkeeper of this calibre in. Yes, it does certainly speak to the quality of ownership at Anfield and it's at Liverpool as, as well. It's just been a while uh, that, um, of course, they had the horrible run under, was it uh, John Henry, where it was just a nightmare. And it uh, seems that, uh, pardon me, not John Henry, the uh, the previous owners yeah. was an absolute yeah, nightmare, Gillette the and Americans. Hicks, yeah. And if, yeah. yeah, thank you, Gillette and Hicks. It's, it's a name I'm trying to uh, expunge from my memory. Uh, but uh, now ownership's absolutely solid. And it's it's fantastic to be able to bring it in. I know my uh, my co-host Nick Webster uh, is on the line and uh, and has a, and has a question, so I'll throw it over to Nick. Do I have Nick? Oh, apparently I don't have Nick. Steve, you'll excuse us. We're all over the car. we're all over the world today uh, doing the show. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I know when you when you talk about exciting football and uh, all the clubs trying to play exciting football. I noticed that you didn't mention Chelsea uh, in that uh, in that statement. Uh, what do you see going on at Stamford Bridge? Uh, is this uh, Mourinho's uh, third year blues? Well, I, I think I think Chelsea at this at this moment in time. Uh, uh, well, I don't think anybody knows what's happening at Chelsea. To be very honest, you know, we there was talk about Antonio Conte leaving at the end of the season. There was talk about Antonio Conte leaving in January. That was the rumor. That was always yeah. what's going to happen. But the fact that they have let Antonio Conte go in July and he already started pre-season training with the players. You know, that was surreal. You know, we knew that Mauricio Sarri was going to come in and take his job. But the fact that they let it prolong through through June and July before they finally did the deal, you know, two days into pre-season when they let Antonio Conte start pre-season and then not seem to have any plan about who they're going to sign. You know, the talk in England is that who's going to leave Chelsea rather than who's going to come into Chelsea. So there's a bit of a cloud going over Chelsea at this moment until people realise what the plan is, who they're going to sign, who they're going to sell. And, you know, probably August uh, the 9th, the deadline day, won't, won't come soon enough for them because they'll then know, right, we've got this team and we have to, you know, we have to do our best with it. But there's talk about Courtois leaving, there's talk about Eden Hazard leaving. Really? And of course, Jorginho, when yep. he's a good player. But if they lose Hazard and Courtois the other way, there's going to be more questions than answers. That's why, you know, with Chelsea, with Tottenham haven't done any business, with Arsenal and Unai Emery and the players they've brought in, you wonder whether they've significantly improved the Arsenal team and stroke squad. That yeah. There's still question marks over them. So, um, you know, these nine days before the deadline window finishes in England, it's going to be strange, firstly, because it's, it's finishing, you know, three weeks before the rest of Europe. But also, this next ten days... You know, there's going to be huge amounts of activity in the Premier League and no doubt the prices are going to be pushed through the roof because everybody knows that the Premier League is playing to a different deadline day than the rest of Europe. Yes, uh, Steve, they were also talking about £75 million for Willian to go to Manchester United. Uh, We were talking about that actually in the last segment. I'd be shocked if that move happened because if Chelsea lose both Willian and Hazard, I mean, they're basically being gutted and if you throw in Courtois as well, so it has to yeah. be one or the other. But why on earth would they sell Willian to Man United? Why would they sell them to another Premier League club? To another, to if, rival, unless there's something know, else I, going on there. I know. Well, exactly. And, and I think that's the, one of, you know, when, one of the, the, the many aspects of Chelsea. Nobody knows, actually, because they, 
they seem to be leaderless. We, we don't see Roman, uh, the, the owner, anymore because of various various issues with the with the British government. We don't know who the chairman is. It, is it is it the you know the, the Russian lady who's running the club? There's not much, uh, not many statements come out of the club. You know, telling telling the fans what you know what 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 aspect, what way the the club is driving forward. As you rightly said, they sold the Man United last year to Manchester United. Most people thought that was a big mistake. So to sell William, who had a really good World Cup, it, it it doesn't make any sense. I get if the fact Chelsea's selling to Barcelona, I understand that he's going to a different league. He's not necessarily a direct uh, replacement because they're not in the Champions League. I I find that, but to sell them to Manchester United, as you rightly said, and not have replacements ready or not, you know, have have other people unsettled like Hazard or Courtois, Courtois doesn't make any sense. So. You know, no doubt this these rumours will, will will persist, as I said, until the deadline day comes and goes, and then we'll all settle down and and, and we'll all we'll all think about getting on with the league. Yeah, well, the other thing, and you did mention it, Steve, was how strange it is to have the transfer window closing uh, almost three weeks before the rest of Europe. We could get into an interesting situation where a European club could sign a Premier League player uh, outside of the window to replace mm. him, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yes, we could do. Yes, of course. I mean, we Chelsea could finish their business and conceivably could sell Eden Hazard the week after. I think the Premier League yeah. teams will have to be stronger, won't they? They'll have to play hardball with the European teams. Once, once the ninth comes along, you know they cannot afford, they cannot risk losing a player they want to keep, and they have to just say no, no, no. And no matter how much money is offered, the fact that they can't replace that particular player, they have to just say no. Eden Hazard has got two years left on his contract. He's not going anywhere from Chelsea at this moment in time. I think if Real Madrid pay two hundred million pounds from Chelsea, let them go because they've got ten days to, you know, to try and find a replacement, and they've got a huge amount of money. But once that deadline day comes, it will be. I think it's better for the Premier League because there's no uncertainty once the league starts. But as you said, you risk getting raided on by you know the, the cream of European football, yeah. and that is a problem. Well, and I also think the accelerated window, the good thing about it is I think it protects the smaller teams in the Premier League yes. uh, at the expense yes, does, of yeah. the, the bigger money teams. Steve, we just had a couple of minutes left, so I'd just like to get your opinion. Let's go back to La Liga. Who's your favourites this year? Who do you think is going to win La Liga? Well, I think Barcelona are a big favourite, aren't they? I think they won the league by, yeah. you know, they, well, they, they, they won the league by Cantor last year. I think they were 19 points ahead of Real Madrid. They've strengthened accordingly. I think Philip Coutinho having his his first real season with them, starting a pre-season, starting in August with the team. I think he had a good World Cup, so he will step into the breach of Andres Iniesta. They've brought another couple of players in and around them. As I said before, Malcolm's come in, Arthur from, from Brazil's come in, Longley's come in at, at centre defence um, to, to bolster that area. I think they're big favourites to win La Liga until, uh, you know, as I said before, until we see what kind of business Real Madrid are going to do. Real Madrid are under huge pressure this year. Because of the way they they brought in the new manager, and because of the way you know they they almost you know um, brought Spain to a halt by taking the manager two days yeah. before the World Cup, there's a lot of bad anger towards Real Madrid about how they did that and why they did it at such a, at such a time and why they announced the signing of Lopetegui. Throw in the likes of Ronaldo not playing, as I said before, who, who averages you a goal a game. That when you stand next to him in the tunnel, you know you're leading one nil because of his incredible record. You know, lose him as well. Lose Zidane. Bring in a new manager. Bring in this bad, bad blood off off other fans. And they've got a, they've got a huge they've got huge problems to um to, to sort out. And no doubt they they will have to be busy in the transfer market. 
because if they lose a first, you know, a couple of games in August or September, the crowds will turn and someone will get the blame for letting Cristiano go. And um, you know what the president's like, he'll blame everybody else but himself, so they're going to have to do business until, you know, before the transfer deadline uh, window closes. Well, Steve McManaman, an absolute pleasure. Uh, we thank you for coming on. Our legal season kicks off August 19th. Uh, Premier League, League season kicking off about 10 days before then. Thanks so much. An absolute pleasure. Best to you. Yeah, pleasure. Thank you very much for everything. Bye-bye. We'll be right back after this. History Soccer. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. Well, my friends, thank you for staying with us this hour here on Fifth Street Soccer. 
Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio Network. By the way, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Street Sports Talk, Twitter at The Street Sports. Uh, I'd like to thank my co-host, Nick Webster, and of course, the great, the spice boy himself, Steve McManaman. Of course, uh, I'm not man enough to call him that to, to his face, but as a Liverpool supporter, that was an absolute honor and privilege to have him on the show. Uh, so many questions I didn't get to ask him because we had a uh, rather shortened period for the uh, for the interview. Uh, but really, I had to ask him if he thought Liverpool were going to win the Premier League this year, but just didn't get to it. But clearly, uh, Barcelona, the team to beat this year in La Liga. Now, stay tuned here, folks. We're with you every day, Monday through Friday, right here on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. It's at 1 p.m. Pacific time. And then again at 6 p.m., uh, Pacific time, that's 9 Eastern, uh, again, Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, we bring you Fifth Street Sports, where we cover all sports, not just uh, soccer. And we will be expanding our coverage here on this network uh, in the days to come. So you want to stay tuned if you have uh, thoughts or questions or want to find out where to find us, uh, go to our website at fifthstreetsports.com. The transfer market, well, it will stay open till just about the end of the, uh, probably just about the beginning of the season, I think the day after it closes. So we'll be monitoring that as we go. I think there's still some big money moves left to be had. And as we talked about, it'd be fascinating to watch and see what happens at Stamford Bridge. And quite frankly, I personally am questioning whether ownership is going to be the same at Chelsea uh, by the time the season starts or in the first weeks of the season. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed the show. I'd like to thank my co-host, Nick Webster, and our special guest, Steve McManaman. Liverpool, England, Real Madrid, great. And also played for City, but we won't talk about that. Until tomorrow, have a wonderful night. Great evening. Drive safe. Have fun. We'll speak to you tomorrow. Cheers.